This is Hustle and Pro with Kelly Walker. Join Kelly as she talks sports with players, coaches, organizers, and entrepreneurs from Wee League to Pro. Now here's your host, Kelly Walker. Today on Hustle and Pro, I want to talk a little bit about where we sit as parents of young athletes. Recently, we had our middle school parent athletics meeting, and the Positive Coaching Alliance had a speaker come in and talk to us, and I really enjoyed it. I will probably have her on as a guest on this podcast sooner than later, but I took away some some talking points that I've been thinking about and wanted to share with you guys. So some of the overall theme of what the Positive Coaching Alliance talks about and who they worked with really um, resonated with me, and Carol Dweck is is part of their group, um, along with folks like Summer Sanders and Doc Rivers, Herm Edwards, Phil Jackson, and Brandy Chastain. So that gives you an idea of some of the types of athletes and coaches that, that work with PCA. But Carol Dweck is the author and talks about growth mindset, which I've been very interested in in the last several years, um, how they work with kiddos through our school about basically having a mindset of, um, of growth, but, but how do we do that? How do we teach our kids that failure is okay and use the failure and the fear of failure as a way to have them grow and um, let them be independent and figure some things out for themselves and just learn and grow overall? So one of the topics um, that they talked about was aligning with your, your kid. So it made me think there are several things that you can get out of having a, um, that your kid can get out of being a student athlete. And we're talking middle school, high school age here. And it's interesting to think, do you align with what your kid wants to get out of their sports experience? So maybe it's making friends is your top priority for them. Uh, Maybe it's just gaining skills in that sport, gaining confidence. Maybe it's getting a scholarship. Uh, Is it just having a peer group of people that can keep them accountable through high school? That's one of my parent goals. Um, Maybe it's winning. Maybe that is the the biggest, most important thing to you. Maybe it's just having your kid be active so that they're physically active and moving around and not sitting on a couch somewhere. There's all these different reasons why people want to get involved with with sports um, as kids. And so figure out what's the most important thing to you as a parent and you decide that and then ask your kids and then ask what their most important thing and what do they want to get out of it. In the in the middle school parent meeting I was at, a parent said, I think maybe gaining confidence. They want their kid to gain confidence. Then they asked the athlete and the athlete said, I do this to get a college scholarship. So those are obviously a little bit different. And I think it's important to talk to your kids about that. What's realistic? What are you expecting? What are they expecting? Is that realistic? You don't want them to be disappointed for something less than getting a college scholarship, um, but you also want them to get out some of those life lessons or confidence in the things that you are really setting them up to receive from being an athlete. So when we talk about life lessons, um, being accountable, working hard, having respect, Those are some of the things that I want my athlete to get out, me as a parent. I want them to understand that they might have to go to school early for practice. They might be staying late for practice. They might have long evenings, really long days, really difficult. Being a part of a team 
Um, you have to be accountable to your, your teammates, even if you have a broken ankle and you can't work out with them. There's still something to be said for learning that life lesson that you got to hang in there and put in the work anyways. Maybe it's finding another way to be a good teammate, but you have to be accountable for yourself. And the hard work part, I think that's a given. I mean, it's sports, so most people have to work hard to gain those skills and, and go above and beyond to get the outcomes that they want. Um, the respect part is huge for me as a parent. I want my children to respect their coaches, respect the other teammates, respect the officials. I think officials is a huge one for me. Um, I tend to realize on middle school sidelines and even in our youth sidelines, the officials get the brunt end of a lot of parents yelling at them. And it's really sad to me that we're showing our kids it's okay to yell at another adult um, if they don't call something the way that you want. It's different to me in pro sports. I mean, they kind of, it's kind of obvious that sometimes you're going to yell a little more in pro sports at an official, but still, we're still teaching our kids the negativity there. And so I, I do wish that that was something different in our culture, even here in Frisco you know, don't yell at the officials. They're doing the best that they can. They're just out there learning. I mean, especially in youth sports, some of these kids are learning as they go. They're doing what they can to help keep it fair, and they're just out there to foster the game too. But respecting the officials um, is a big part of it. Um, Positive Coaching Alliance talks about the ethical behaviors that sports can really build a framework for you and how you win how you lose, you can still win gracefully. Um, you can lose gracefully too. That's kind of the obvious thing that we always talk about, but winning gracefully is just as important so that you're not out there showing the wrong side of you even when you win. It's easy to treat others kindly when you feel good about the game you just played, but when you don't and you, you lose and you're under pressure and there's a lot of stress, that is a true show of your your character is how you treat everybody else how you treat your teammates if if they played bad or how you treat the official again or how you treat the other team maybe there's a friend on the other team who you just slaughtered and how do you treat them after the game do you go up and already have you know moved on and give them give them high five hug fist bump whatever and show that your friendship is more important to them than the game you guys just played on the court or on the field but those life lessons are huge, and, and one that's really important to me also is independence. It's that sense that this athlete is really responsible for themselves out there. Yes, I'm going to drive you to practices and be there at the games with you, but they handle issues, and they put in the work themselves, and they have to help figure out how to overcome some of the roadblocks that they're encountering. I think letting the kids handle their own issues with coaches or teammates is so important. If you jump in as a parent and try to solve all their problems for them in sports, it's really not helping them. It's probably hurting them, honestly, because they're just going to let you keep helping them and they're not going to grow as an individual. So if they're not getting the right playing time, even if they're young, even little kiddos, you know, let them go ask the coach, hey, I noticed I'm not, I didn't play at all in the second quarter. Is that because there's like a weakness I need to work on? Or is that just something you guys are rotating? Whatever it is, and the coach will tell them. And if it's something that needs to go beyond that, the coach can talk to you about it as a parent. 
But I think it's huge in middle school. I want my daughter to go talk to her coaches without me even needing to know about it, honestly. It's really none of my business. Um, if we're talking about playing time, that's between the coach and the athlete, not not me. I'm not the coach, thankfully. They're there to do that and uh, help and and work out those issues themselves. I think it really gives your kid, when you give them that leash to do that, I think it gives your kid uh, confidence after they've done it, but they're a little bit scared. It's so good to go do scary things when you're a, a child, um, especially in middle school. It sounds too scary for them to handle, but once they do it and work on those skills and develop a relationship with a coach, then they're really proud of themselves and it gives them confidence to, to expand on that relationship even more. And I think it's just ideal for the kid to have that independence. So the parent's job. Um, we talked about the coaches and the official's job, but the parent's job the things that are most important to me and I think are the takeaways here as a parent is filling that emotional tank. Positive Coaching Alliance talks about that a lot. And it sounds cliche, I know that, but um, supporting your kids emotionally means more than than I think it does. I'm not that emotional of a person, but my kids are. And so I have to always be remembering that they need emotional support. I, I have to be so careful not to try to coach them if I'm not their coach. Um, let the coaches coach them, and I'm there to just be supportive. I'm also there to support the coaches. I I don't ever want to talk down to a coach. They're they're going above and beyond. They're taking time out of their personal lives and in middle school coaches' circumstances, you know. That's their their profession, but they're, they go above and beyond. We know that. They spend a lot of time with our kids. So I'm there to support the coaches, too. I don't ever want to see my, my athlete to see me talking down to a coach. It's just not the right way to be a role model. But they talk about how, mem- like, memories. We want our kids to look back and have positive memories of their youth sports career. One of the... When, when Positive Coaching Alliance polled some athletes, one of the biggest things they talked about that they heard was bad memories of the car ride home from games. This hit my heart a little bit because I am guilty of a car ride home, talking about the game, not always being positive. I have to really remember and work on that um, because because my husband and I have coached our kids. It's so hard to turn that off, leave whatever it is on the court or field out there, get in the car, be the parent, be supportive. Don't go highlight all those plays that they missed or could have done better on. It's so hard for me. I don't know about how you guys treat your kids in the car, but my friend Stephanie said her husband asks their kid after each game, do you want to talk about this? which is awesome because the kid has the ability to think about that for a second and say, yeah, you know, let's talk about how this worked out. Maybe they're going to talk about a play or whatever it is. Or the kid can say, no, I don't want to talk about it. And at that point, you let it go. Your car ride home is not about the game. It could be silent or it could be about something completely different in your family. But it gives the kid the opportunity to just not go there and decompress in their own way. And I love that. I think I'm going to steal that from the Locke family. But I also want to talk about cheering. Um, 
I'm loud and I'm opinionated, but I try so hard at these games to stop and think as I'm cheering from the stands. If what I'm yelling, am I yelling for my kid? Am I yelling for other kids? Am I yelling against the other team? So if I'm watching a baseball game and a kid strikes out, you know, the other team strikes out, am I cheering that we got the out? Am I cheering good pitch? That or are you just cheering because the other team did something wrong? And I think we have to remember that as parents who the parent next to you could be the other team's parent and really stop and think, are you only cheering good things or are you cheering things that are actually negative? Um, And when we think we're cheering things that are going to help our kids and (laughs) comments and sideline coaching, it doesn't work. I mean, it kills me at middle school basketball games when parents are yelling at every possession. The kids can't correct. They can't absorb the instruction you're giving them in real time and fix that. And then also remember, parents, if you're coaching from the sidelines, you're negating what the other coach, what your own kid's coach is trying to tell them. I hear it a lot in soccer when you our, our sideline parents yell, you know, push up, pull back, move over here. But in reality, the kid, your kid's coach is has a different strategy possibly, or they've told your kid to stay in a certain zone or somewhere, and you're just really confusing the matter. It's it's not ideal. So bottom line, I guess, when you cheer from the stands, if you can't say anything nice about, at all, if you can't say anything positive, just don't say anything at all. Try to stay quiet. Or if you if you're like me and you have to be vocal, only yell positive things. Good play, good try good pitch, good tackle, whatever it is, but also do that for other kids, not just your kid. I try, when I'm watching my kid's baseball game, for example, I try to yell when our friends are up to bat and do other things. I try to yell for them even more than I yell for my own kid, just to sort of be a role model again so that my kid sees me being a good teammate and supporting our friends. So I guess bottom line, a couple things is just to remember as a sports parent that the development of our kids and their skills and their life lessons is why they're in this. It should be, in my opinion. If you only put your kids in or allow your kids to play a youth sport because you want them to be a professional athlete, I think it's, I think it's, for the wrong reasons, um, honestly. And I don't think that behooves their teammates or coaches or anybody in the situation. I think it sets yourself up for letdown and disappointment later. I, I hope that your kids are in youth sports for true development of their own mindset, of their own physicality, of their skills, their really their love of that game, that sport that can carry them through life playing that sport, even just as an old rec softball player like me. And then bottom line of good memories. Again, in 20 years, do you want to be sitting, talking to your kids and talking about their youth sports and have a pit in your stomach that that it was all just negative and too much pressure and negativity and harping on them too much? Or do you want to be all smiles and you remember the pizza parties after the game and the fun times and just the positive energy that you helped them cultivate being a athlete growing up 
and in middle school and going into high school. So that's all I got for you today. I hope that I can get somebody from PCA on here as a guest soon so we can dig into this topic a little bit more. Thanks.